Father, thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. We pray, Father, for your word to be a lamp unto our feet. We ask, Father, that as we spend time in your presence, that we will hear from you. We ask that you give us divine appointments and holy assignments. We break, uh, you know, every... Uh, 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 assignment that the enemy would have against us. We say you have no authority in our lives. We we cancel you out right now. We close the door to you, Hasatan. And in areas, Father, where we have done wrong, we plead the blood of Yeshua to protect us. We thank you for forgiveness of sins, the power of what it truly means to walk in repentance. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace upon our lives. And I pray, Father, as we press in today, that we will truly come to know who you are, that as we spend time in your word, that you will minister to each and every one of us, that you will give every person that's listening right now, you will give uh, every person uh, a specific word today that we will hear right now as we spend time in your presence, that we will hear from you in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Okay, right. Esther said the newsletter, uh, the audio dropped when I was talking about the newsletter. Okay. That's fine. All right. So anyway, we're going to talk about let's get spiritual. That's going to be our focus here today. And as you know, Bulldozer Faith, our focus is about living life in the spirit. It is our desire to see people come alive to what it truly means to walk in relationship with Yeshua. If you've just got religion, you're only going through the motions and you're within certain boundaries. And, you know, many people within religious environments, they Denier, they, they deny the power of the Holy Spirit. They deny that the Holy Spirit wants to speak to us. But in John chapter 10, verse 27, Yeshua said this plainly. He said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. So we're going to look at a few scriptures here today as we press in. And, and like I said, our newsletter is about the supernatural, identifying the supernatural through Yeshua, through the apostles. And, uh, you know, just understanding, you know, what the, the Holy Spirit wants to say to us and why we should be seeking to have a deeper relationship in the spirits and we have got to get to that place that we are building ourselves up in the most holy faith that we and we're going to read from Romans chapter 12 that we are aligning ourselves especially in the area of our mind one of the key things that we need to understand is discernment how to discern the voice of the Spirit. And a lot of times people miss the voice of the Spirit because they're going too fast. They allow their flesh too much space, even when we take time to read the Word. Uh, the, the other, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the other day, but last week when we were talking, I was sharing about, you know, when you're sick and you're not well, and even if you don't have a lot of strength, and, you know, it's very difficult to read the Word. I was hearing testimonies of people going through COVID and other um, uh, health issues and just being so worn out that it's very difficult to read the Word. Well, get the audio Bible going in those times as well. So even when you're exhausted and worn out, you can have the Word. Like when I was in the hospital, I just had the Word playing day and night as I was lying in the hospital bed a few years back with myocarditis in the heart. And as I was lying there, I was alert. I was alert to the Word. I wasn't just playing the Word and, oh, you know, I'm just playing the Word. No, I'm straining to hear. I'm listening to the voice of the Spirit, I'm pressing in, even though it's audio, and I'm listening, I'm saying, Father, I'm listening, what do you have to say to me, what's the word that is coming alive, and then, all of a sudden, it might be hours later, it doesn't matter how long it is, listen, I used to get in the closet as a child, uh, into my wardrobe, pretty much in Scotland, and I said, you know, Father, I'm not leaving till I hear from heaven. And I was perfectly prepared if I didn't hear, you know, to spend the rest of my time in that closet, <laughs> if that's what it took. Because how important is it to know clearly, uh, to understand the voice, to discern the voice of the Spirit? How important it is. It is life-saving, and it enables us to clearly follow 
his instructions. You know, we're not called to uh, act like we're blind in this faith journey. You know, faith, you might not see in the natural, but you will see by the Spirit. So we don't hope for nothing. We don't stand in a place of, yeah, I'm just believing by faith. Well, the question is, what's the word? Do you have a word that you are standing on? You know, don't tell me you're believing by faith, but you have no word, you have no promise. How are you going to break through with the things that you are facing if you don't have the word of Elohim? Well, brother, I've got to tell you, I've got the scriptures and that's all I need and I'm not going to listen to the voice of the Spirit. Well, you're going to miss out so much because every gift that the Father wants to give us. He sent us the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit. It's a gift. Why do we receive the Spirit? So we can understand the mind of Messiah, that when we lack in the place of prayer, our spirit will testify, our spirit will intercede. You know, it talks about praying without ceasing. How do we do that? Because we are spiritual, we can function within that realm. So we've got to get to that place where we understand that we are discerning, that we know truly what the voice of the spirit is. So, in growing in faith, one of the key things we have to do is we have to, uh, you know, make sure that every aspect of our life that we are walking out in the Spirit, we're given opportunity for the Holy Spirit to move. Because if you will not get out of the boundaries of normality, you know, you're not going to see a mighty move of the Spirit. Today is the day of miracles. Today is the day of supernatural transformation. It's not tomorrow, it's right today. The Father wants to move today. How many testimonies do we have as a ministry? Because at a moment in time within a broadcast, a time of sharing, there's a word that comes forth that brings healing. There's a word that comes forth that brings direction, that, that speaks directly to our heart. The, the word, it's, it's like a double-edged sword. It pierces and it brings transformation within our lives. And, you know, I love what it says in 1 Corinthians um, chapter 1, verse 4. It says, I always thank Elohim for you because of his grace given you in Yeshua the Messiah. For in him you have been enriched in every way. In all your speaking and in all your knowledge. Now just picture that. In him you have been enriched in every way. This is, you're not going to have one part that's going to be left on its own, but it will be uh, an enrichment as we walk in the Spirit. You know, we are partaking from Yeshua himself. You know, as we read in John chapter 15, that, um, you know, that Yeshua is the vine and we are the branches. We can do nothing without him. We have to remain in him. And if he remains in us, you can ask anything in my name and it will be done. So we've got to get to that place where we clearly understand what it means to be led by the Spirit, what it means to walk by the Spirit. So in every time we come before the Word, we should be coming for, for, uh, before the Word to, you know, read what is written here, but asking the Father, what is the living word that you are speaking to me. We can have the Logos and the Rima. You can have the written word that's there on the page. But what does it take for the richness, uh, you know, for the knowledge of Elohim to rise from the pages? It says in verse 6 here on 1 Corinthians chapter 1, because our testimony about uh, Messiah was confirmed in you. So, you know, what did Paul say? He said, I didn't come with clever words. I didn't come, uh, you know, but I came by the power of the Spirit. So I didn't come with uh, the confidence in the flesh, but I came in that place to say, you know, Father, you know, move through my life, operate through my life. It says in verse 7, Therefore, you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait 
for our Lord Yeshua the Messiah to be revealed. You don't lack spiritual gifts. Some people say the spiritual gifts are not for today. It was for the times of the scripture, but it's not for today. Well, what's Paul saying? You don't lack spiritual gifts. Now, what's the purpose of spiritual gifts? It's how we live our lives, and it's also how we bring the kingdom. And this is key to our walk, that we are called to bring the kingdom. We are called to see the manifestation of heaven manifested on this earth. Hallelujah. So when you speak the will of Yehovah, it doesn't matter what happens in this natural realm or how much what you are saying goes against that which is in the natural. You will see the miraculous take place. We are called to be super natural and that should be our natural supernatural should be our natural hallelujah so let's get spiritual let's make sure that we're spending time in the presence of yahovah so you corinthians you're not lacking any of the spiritual gifts you know you're waiting for the lord yeshua to be revealed but you are operating in the spiritual gifts verse 8 he will keep you strong to the end so that you will be blameless on that day of our lord yeshua the messiah elohim who has called you into fellowship with his son yeshua the messiah our lord is faithful he is faithful and we stand upon his promises his promises are yes and amen so the question is what are the promises of yahovah concerning my life how do i get to that place where i am confident in how i'm walking you know look let me tell you something it gets very vulnerable when we choose to do things the father's way when you wait uh, before him and you know it's it's very easy to say you know I'm going to wait for Yahovah but when time goes by when it feels like time has gone on and on and on it's very easy to say you know I'm just going to work this out in the flesh but hear the word of Yahovah he wants you to hold on he wants you to wait so what should we be doing in that time of waiting we should be aligning ourselves in the spirit we should be preparing our hearts in every way we should be enriched in the fullness of what it truly means to walk in yeshua and i'm going to read from verse one but i really want to deal with verse three and onwards of romans chapter 12. it says in verse one therefore i urge you brothers in view of elohim's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to elohim this is your spiritual act of worship this gives us clear understanding of why are we still here on the earth you know we might have different abilities and different types of jobs and different functions here on the earth but if we are born again of the spirit every single one of us is called to be about our father's business we are called ambassadors of the king hallelujah so we're called to walk and to represent the king we're called to be ambassadors ones who bring reconciliation between man and elohim that's our calling so the very fact that we are here means the father has a job for us to do so within how we function in life with whatever area the father has called us no matter where you work or how you spend your days let's take time to ask uh, the holy spirit how can he shine through our lives how can he minister through our lives with uh, with what you have called us to do how do we put the word of elohim out there in the area of our influence and one of the things we see here in verse one we talk about offering our bodies as a living sacrifice so what we're saying is i surrender my will i surrender what i think what i want to do what i want to live for i give all of that up to live for the purposes of the king and this is key if we want to get spiritual if you want to see signs and wonders and miracles and we've got to come to that place where we say father i want to address why i do the things that i do i want to address what work i do i want to address how i spend 
my days. And I want you to pause and think about this right now. Why do you do the things that you do? Are you doing them because you are called of Elohim? Now, you might have been born again of the Spirit, and you, you know you already have your job, you already have uh, you know uh, your life, and now you're filled with the Holy Spirit. You you weren't saved before when you chose the path that you're walking in in your life. Now you're saved. And, you know, you continue to walk in that path as an example for Elohim. And the question is, you know, what, what are we called to do with our lives as we are growing in him? Am I called to stay within the same job that uh, I was in when I came to faith in Messiah? Is this part of my destiny? Is this part of the call that the Father has for me? in this place? Am I in the right place? Am I doing the right things? Is this bringing glory to Yahovah? And these are important questions. And, you know, I'm not saying this, that we get to this place, that we become uh, so spiritually minded. And some, some say you're no earthly good because you're just a scatterbrained uh, spiritual person that's just all over the place. No, we are called to be alert in the spirit. We're called to prepare our minds for action. We're, we're called to uh, to move with the wisdom, with the knowledge of Yahovah. And that's not all over the place. You know, we see some people that think acting spiritual is barking like dogs and plucking like chickens and falling all over the floor and thinking that they're having a spiritual experience. Well, that does not line up with the scripture. What happens in our spiritual experiences should align up with the word of Elohim. So how does the Father want us to function? He wants us to function in a way that we represent him, that we are operating in a way that pleases Yehovah. So we present our bodies, we offer our bodies in view of his mercy. What does that mean? In view of his mercy. It means we recognize, you know, you have set me free. I am saved. Hallelujah. I thank you for my life. I thank you for what you've done in my life. I receive your mercy. Now, because of what you have done for me, I am offering myself back to you. I'm saying, here I am, Yehovah. Here I am. Send me. Use me. Let me be effective for your kingdom. Father, I want to do that which will have greater influence to minister to the brokenhearted, to make a difference in this world that we are living. Help me work that out. And as we are looking at Let's Get Spiritual, I want you to ponder, and maybe you have to write down some notes. Maybe the Father will have you reverse out of areas within your life as he seeks to align you for his will, for his purpose within your life. Because many of us, we've chosen a path that's the path that we chose out of our own selfishness, out of our own desires. But we've got to ask the Father, does this line up with your spirit? Is this bringing glory to you? And what I'm not saying as I'm speaking these things, I'm not saying that you've just got to throw away your jobs, leave your businesses and all that type of stuff and say, well, I'm just born again, spirit-filled, washed by the blood of Yeshua. The Father's just going to make a way. No, no, I'm saying that's true, obviously. But what I'm saying is let's be discerning. Let's come to that place where we seek to discern the will of the Ruach HaKodesh. I want to follow the voice of the Spirit. Listen, if you don't know the voice of the Spirit, you will have to follow man. Because how else are you going to move on within your spiritual life if you're not following the voice of the Spirit? You'll look to follow man. And in everything that we do in our time of devotion, this is all about being built up personally to understand what it truly means to walk in the Spirit so that you can be effective. We will never teach in a way that you need to be dependent upon the devotions and the time that we spend. Hallelujah. That's why it doesn't matter if we don't minister for a week or the Father says, you know, we're not ministering today. If, you know, if these are lifelines, I, I want to challenge you. Let it be identified of what you're going on in your life that you need to go deeper and be more established in the spirit. And that's what we aim to do in our teachings here. So we recognize the mercy, what you have done for me. Now we say, here I am. Father, I present my body as a living sacrifice. 
And just do that right now. Just Let's just come before him and say, Father, I present my body as a living sacrifice. I want to please you. I recognize that this is an act of worship. It says in 2, not to be conformed any longer, because that's how we were in the past, to the patterns of this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what Elohim's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And what do we see here? We see the promise that if you will truly be transformed, and this doesn't happen just by listening to what other spiritual people say, this transformation takes its root, takes its hold when we understand by the power of the Spirit what it truly means to renew our mind. And, and what does it mean to renew your mind? It means discipline. It means when your mind goes off here to the side, you're like, hold on, and you pull back those thoughts captive, as uh, we see in Second Corinthians as well. It talks about taking the thought captive. So we want to be able to test and approve and I, that, I love how it says that. As we renew the mind, we can test and approve what Elohim's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So we can walk out the perfect will of Yehovah. I want to tell you something. After all the years that I've walked in the Spirit, I am on time today where the Father has called me to be. I'm in place right here, right now. I'm not out of place. I'm in the will of of Yehovah. Yes, there's areas in my life where I'm waiting for answered prayer. There's areas that I, you know, I'm coming against the delays of the enemy and the spiritual elements that seeking to attack the call of Yehovah in my life. Of course, all those things are true, but I am on time and I'm in place in the spirit of Yehovah. Verse 3, For by grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith Elohim has given you. Now, we talk about the measure of faith, and what does this mean? You know, to receive that measurement of faith that Elohim has given us, it comes back to that place where we are uh, renewing our minds. We're being more focused on that which is spiritual. We're aligning ourselves with the Word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word, you know? <clears throat> There's that verse that says, when you prophesy, you know, you're, you prophesy within the proportion of faith. And we see that, that's a few verses down. And, you know, the more we are in the Word, the more we're in His presence, the more we are drawn to operate and function by the power of the Spirit, the greater faith and the greater exploits will manifest within our lives. And that's what we need to get to, because then when people talk about not hearing the voice of Elohim, not walking in the spiritual gifts, and not experiencing the signs and wonders and miracles. A lot of the time they're not experiencing that because they're not building their faith. And they might be building it from a word base, but they're not building it from an application base. So, so basically we're, we, we see ourselves in accordance with the measure of faith that the Elohim has given me, just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function. So in Messiah, we who are many form one body. So what we see from here, you know, I'll just read on here, and each member belongs to all the others. We need each other. And in the spiritual gifts and how we are called to walk by faith, we're not called to walk on our own. We're called to walk together in the power of the Spirit. Verse 6, it says here in Romans 12, we have different gifts according to the grace given us. If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in proportion to his faith. If it's serving, let him serve. If it's teaching, let him teach. If it's encouraging, let him encourage. If it's contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. If it is leadership, then let him govern diligently. If it's showing mercy, let him do it 
cheerfully. So what we see here, we see that as we present our bodies as a living sacrifice, that, you know, we're, we're transforming our minds, we're renewing our minds in the presence of Elohim. We do all this for a purpose, to understand the will of Yehovah. I want to know the will of Elohim. I want to walk in the ways of God within my life, and I know that's what each and every one of us wants. Do you believe that we can see uh, a move of the Spirit within our lives today? Are you ready to experience divine appointments and holy assignments? Where's our faith level in the confidence in who we are in the Spirit? You know, see yourself with sober ju judgment in accordance with the measure of faith Elohim has given you. See yourself with sober judgment. Where are you at? Be real and identify where you are so we can come in the presence of the Father and say, Father, I give you permission. Take me deeper in your ways. I want to walk in the richness, in the fullness of everything that you have for me. Like I said, you know, we're going to spend a few days on, you know, the importance of let's get spiritual because I don't want you just to understand that which is spiritual, but I want you to operate in that which is spiritual, that we will get to the place where we will uh, truly understand the importance of the gifts of the Spirit. But the gifts of the Spirit will not just be something that is talked about in a Bible study, but it'll be something that we apply to our lives. So let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Now about the spiritual gifts, I don't want you to be ignorant. You know that when you were pagans, somehow or other, you were influenced and led astray by mute idols. Therefore I tell you that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of Elohim says Yeshua be cursed. And no one can say Yeshua is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same Elohim works all of them in all men. And what I love about what we see in this portion, we just read in chapter 12, we talked about the encouragement, we talked about the importance that we have different gifts that are given according to the grace given to us. We operate in the proportion of our faith. We understand that every one of us is called to serve, as we see in verse 7 of Romans 12, uh, we see the generosity, we see the, the cheerful one in ministering mercy. When we see people who are broken, they can't help themselves or of this world. Uh, they, they might be a weak believer and they need help to be brought into spiritual maturity. And here, what are we seeing? There's different types of gift, but the same spirit. So our goal in our fellowship is not to uh, be a clone uh, in the Spirit, but is to allow the spiritual gifts to be identified within our lives. And, you know, we're dealing with a manifestation. And as you take time today, you know, as we go to verse 7, now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. You need the manifestation of the Spirit within your life for the common good. This is normal practice. You have got to get to this place. And, you know, what did we see in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1? You know, we're in verse, chapter 12 right now. It says in verse 7 of 1, Therefore, you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for the Lord Yeshua, the Messiah, to be revealed. What's he saying? I'm speaking to a people. You don't lack spiritual gifts, but I'm still going to teach you the importance of the differences within these gifts so we don't create cloning. You know, we don't need a whole bunch of Kenny Russells. <laughs> we need to be people who are individual, unique, fearfully and wonderfully made 
in the Spirit, operating in the gifts that, you know, you desire, that you know the Holy Spirit is given to you. So it's a manifestation of the Spirit. Well, I don't believe in these things of the Spirit. Well, this is what our Scripture is all about. Let me tell you something. The most supernatural part of the Word that we have is the Torah. You know, coming out of Egypt, our creation, talk about supernatural. He spoke, you know, and it came to be. It's supernatural. Hallelujah. The coming out of Egypt was the manifestation of the kingdom on earth. A pillar of cloud by day, fire by night, overcoming your enemies, defeating entire armies that come up against you. In the name of Yehovah. Hallelujah. So to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. Verse 8, to one, there's given through the Spirit the message of wisdom. To another, the message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by means of the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing um, by that one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between Spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And to still another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit. And He gives them to each one, just as He determines. Let me tell you something. If miracles are not for today, if signs and wonders are not for today, why does it say in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 that there's a manifestation of the Spirit's power for miraculous power, for the anointing to heal? You know, all of these, what we are speaking about, they are spiritual. They are vitally important. And if you go through your spiritual life, as in your walk by faith, and you are not seeking the Father for the gifts of the Spirit, how can we be effective? Do we just remain helpless in the midst of tragedy, in the midst of difficulty? You know, I was just thinking about, uh, you know, those events that happen before us. I was walking down the street one day and praying and uh, there was a motorbike accident happened right in front of me and the guy flew into the air, his helmet came off and he came right down on his head on the corner of an island, a concrete island and right on the edge, it, a whole big chunk came out of his head uh, you know, you could see his brain if some of you are eating, I'm sorry, I don't want to get too specific with this he was in a bad state, you know, he was pretty messed up you know, he's all scratched and barred and smashed up and a chunk out of his head and I remember, you know, just going over, praying with him, and just praying in the Spirit, Shari you know, out loud, in the public, you know, people are watching, and, and there I am, Shari praying in the Holy Spirit, in tongues, Father, I don't have the words to say right now, but I'm asking for supernatural healing, I'm speaking over this young man, that he will live and not die that he will survive this, that, that you will be glorified uh, in his life, that even though this tragic event's happening, he's at death's door, save his life that he may come to know you. And I'm praying in the Spirit, and people are looking at me thinking, this guy's weird, and, you know, I've done this on many times. I don't care what man think <laughs> at all. This is a life-and-death situation for the person before me. So, you know, I don't care if I offend anyone by operating in the gifts of the Spirit. Anyway, I went to see that young guy in hospital afterwards, and uh, I talked with the nurse, and they said, it is an absolute miracle this guy should should be dead. He should not have made it with the injuries that he sustained, with the chunk that came out of his head, with everything that happened. He should not live. It's a miracle. And I said, hallelujah. Yeah, it's a miracle because, you know, I prayed right there in the name of Yeshua. I prayed in the name of, of the, the son of Elohim. Hallelujah. He is risen. God is real. He's not dead. He's alive. Hallelujah. And I was able to testify in the hospital, and I met with this young guy who I didn't know from Adam, and I just shared with him. I said, hi, I said, you know, I'm, I'm the guy that was uh, 
praying for you, you know, on first on the scene when you came off your motorbike. And he remembered that moment. And, you know, I just shared with him a little about Yeshua. He didn't get saved at that moment. He didn't say, I want to accept Yeshua. But I shared the basics of the gospel of Yeshua. It was a miraculous moment. You know, Haley uh, in our home in, uh, in America, you know, as a kid down the street, was doing a wheelie on his motorbike up the street. And he had no top on, no helmet or anything anyway. Something happened in his wheelie. He, he got ripped underneath the bike and he sustained head injuries, back injuries, broken bones, then smashed into a mailbox and everything. And Haley was first on the scene. She ran up. And as she's there, she's praying in the Spirit. And, you know, I want you to think about this for a moment. The, the, you know, you'll learn... The importance of activating those spiritual gifts. Don't be afraid that when you face these times, when Haley was praying in the spirit over this guy, he's like, what are you doing? What's happening? And then his family members are running up and Haley's praying in the spirit and praying over him, uh, you know, for protection, for healing, that his life will be spared. And she's ministering over him. Family's coming up like, what are you doing? What's happening? You know, the guy who's lying on the floors cursing and all this types of stuff going on and she stands strong with the word of Yehovah over that boy speaking forth the word of Elohim when the fire brigade and the ambulance and stuff came to get him and even afterwards when he came to our home and, and talked with us and we talked with his family you know they said it was a miracle again it was supernatural. He should never have made it. He made a recovery that was so supernatural. He recovered and was healed at such a, a rapid rate. The only thing it could have done it was the hand of Elohim. We serve a mighty God. So what are we doing in the place of preparation? Are we identifying in the spirit the gifts that we need. Are we saying, Father, you know, I want to be discerning. I want to understand the, the different types of gifts. And I want to ask you for those gifts. Maybe you're listening right now and you want to uh, pray in the Spirit. You don't know how to speak in tongues. And, you know, maybe people have come to you and says, oh, you know, tongues are not for today. Well, if it's not for today, what's it saying here? Oh, brother, don't you know the tongues in First Corinthians chapter 12? They're talking about different languages, that you'll get different languages. That's not what it talks about at all. You know, when we get into chapter 13 and we're dealing with love and we're dealing with prophecy and uh, speaking in tongues, you know, what does Paul say? I speak in tongues more than all of you. And, you know, this Corinthian church that we see that Paul is addressing, man, they, they, are, uh, they are out there in the things of the Spirit. In fact, Paul had to address them to help them understand how to walk in maturity because, you know, they'd get together and they'd all just speak in tongues and they wouldn't even speak a word in uh, their normal language. They just spoke in tongues and they're like, hallelujah, we can speak in tongues. This is fantastic. And yes, there can be times when you're speaking in tongues and someone hears a foreign language. That's fine. You know, when they were speaking in tongues at the outpouring that we see in the book of Acts, when the Ruach HaKodesh poured out on the 120 uh, that were there at the place of prayer, when that took place, they heard the gospel being preached in their tongues. So it's not that the person speaking was speaking their language. They were receiving an interpretation of what they heard as the 120 people voices were going up. They heard the gospel preached in their language. So when you don't know what to say and what to pray, pray in the Spirit. And if you want to receive the gift of tongues, then, you know, just lift your hands right now, wherever you are. If you're driving, keep your hands on the steering wheel. But we just call out to the Father. He says that He will give the gifts to each, you know, uh, you know, according to what we ask. He gives them to each one just as He is determined. Father, give us the gift of tongues. 
help us to speak in tongues, loose our tongues, that we can move into the manifestation of the Spirit in a greater way. Thank you, Father. Just take a moment, just lift up before the Father. Shari mataka brotokohoso. Just open your mouth and just speak. Heri masita kabrotoko. Rasa takabahoso. Just speak it out right now. Just watch what the Holy Spirit is doing as He gives you those sounds upon your lips. Just speak forth what He gives to you, and you will see that that gift of tongues that you don't understand will come alive within your spirit. And what do I use tongues for within my life? When I'm studying the Word, I'll start praying in the Spirit over what I'm reading for the understanding, and I'll receive the interpretation of tongues. I'll receive understanding. This is what you're praying. This is what you are hearing. And, you know, I received that wisdom, that discernment, that understanding of what uh, I'm praying in the Spirit, uh, you know, or what the Father sent to me through the Scripture. It comes alive. Hallelujah. Now, some people are scared of the spiritual gifts. They're scared. And the reason they're scared is because it's outside of the realm of their control. They want to keep things in a way that's just simple. It's easy to understand. You know, there's not going to be any trouble. You know, uh, people will like me if I don't do these things. Look, as you start getting moving on the things of the Spirit, you're going to see a transformation within your life. It's so important. Do you want to be one who's, who, who operates and functions in signs and wonders and miracles? Or do you just want to be someone who knows the Word, who studies the Word, who can tell you everything about God? But do we truly know how to minister the life of Elohim to this generation? Because if we look at these spiritual gifts, what's their purpose? We see the importance of wisdom, the message of knowledge. For what purpose? Who are you giving this wisdom to? For what purpose? What? Why do we need wisdom so we know how to walk? Why do we need knowledge so we know how to lead others? We talked about leadership in uh, Romans chapter 12. Others' faith. What's the importance of, you know, of receiving faith? And, you know, this is not just I believe. This is a gift of faith. Stepping out there, receiving a word and putting it to action. Father, give us the manifestation of faith. Hallelujah. The same spirit, the gift of healing. Father, empower us with the gift of healing. May it manifest within our lives so we can pray for the sick and see them recover. Miraculous powers. Hallelujah. You know, miraculous powers. What are we talking about? We're talking about when the Father does a mighty work when he uh, he doesn't just heal someone because they're sick, but he joins bones back together. He brings transformation. You know, Haley and I were traveling to Cornwall uh, a number of years ago. And long story short, you know, we, we end up in this gas station, petrol station, to get uh, a Magnum ice cream. And, you know, this van drives in, where's Trelisk Hospital in Cornwall? And they had driven miles, 50 miles, 80 miles in the wrong direction, whatever it was. And here they are in this gas station. And she's this girl screaming with pain. She'd just been to the doctors and said it'd be quicker for you to drive in the car to the hospital than to wait for an ambulance. And her ankle was huge. You know, it's about 30 centimeters wide, all blown up like a balloon. You know, huge because of the broken bone. And uh, here's this opportunity right in front of us. We talk about the miraculous power of a mighty Elohim. We said to him, listen, you know, you're here for such a time as this. We believe in Yeshua. Can we lay hands on you? We believe that Yeshua can heal you right here, right now. And she was a backslidden believer, had walked away from Elohim, and she said, yeah, yeah, okay, please pray for me. She's crying. We lay our hands on her foot. And I said, in the name of Yeshua, I speak to this bone to be restored now in Yeshua's name. And as I spoke forth the word, her whole foot and her ankle clicked, and it 
all of a sudden she starts screaming, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. And she's jumping up and down. She knows she's been totally supernaturally healed. It was a miraculous move by the power of Elohim. What would have happened if we just gave them directions to the hospital? You know, listen, we've got to step out. You know, I'm not asking that we pray that we're always in that place when accidents are happening on the streets around us. But, you know, be prepared to operate in the manifestation of the power of the Spirit in different areas and different ways at different times. Because we want to bring glory to Yehovah. We ministered to that girl. She cried. She came back to Yeshua. It was a transforming moment within our life. Elohim loves you. You know, how shallow is our faith? How deep is our faith? How are we walking? Are we just doing things in the natural? Or are we bringing the power and the authority of the Spirit into what we say and into what we do? Do you believe that the Father can move right now as we are spending our time together, as we're talking about let's get spiritual, as we're spending our time here in the Word today? What's the Holy Spirit saying to you? Are you ready? He's saying prepare your hearts for action. Get ready. We're going to talk about First Peter and stuff tomorrow and move into a few other verses of this tomorrow. But, you know, before we finish today, I want to ask you to desire and call out to the Father to give you gifts. Call out, pray over 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and start asking the Father, what are the gifts that you have for me? As I go through the list of all of these gifts that we see in this area, guess what? I've operated in every single one that's listed here. So it's not, it's not that you just go to the Word and... You know, I think I'll, I'm just going to press in for the next 20 years on the message of wisdom that comes by the Spirit. Or I'm going to press in for the next 50 years on faith. No, what we want to do is we want to be spiritually discerning. So we are not led by man, we're led by the Spirit. And we understand the function of the gifts so that in that time of need we can operate by the power of the Spirit. And what happens within our lives when we do that? We find ourselves in the right place at the right time. I'm on time and I'm in place. I'm not discouraged. I'm encouraged. I'm strengthened in Yahovah. Yes, I don't have all the manifestations of all the things that I need to accomplish the mission that the Father has given me. But one thing I do know, I am on time and I am in place. And that should be our call and our stand. So, Father, as we come before you today, I pray that you equip your body. Equip us right now by the power of your Spirit. May we pursue your Ruach HaKodesh, your Holy Spirit. May we pursue the gifts of the Spirit so that we can function and operate in them at any moment, no matter what's before us. When we come to that crossroads, when we need that word of wisdom, when we need the knowledge and understanding of how to get to that next step or how to share the gospel of Yeshua to the brokenhearted, grant us the manifestation of your spirit today. Thank you, Father. If you're sick and you're needing a miracle right now, just place your hands on the part of the body where you're sick. We're going to pray for the sick right now. I thank you, Father, for the gift of healing. And Father, as we pray corporately together, I come against all sicknesses and dis-ease. We speak ease in Yeshua's name. We say to disease, go by the stripes of Yeshua. We are healed. We are free. We release the healing power of a mighty God. We say to cancers, go. We say to leukemia, go in Yeshua's name. We say to tumors, shrivel up and die in Yeshua's name. We speak to uh, hearing loss, be restored. We speak to eyesight, be restored. Father, to broken bones, <clears throat> to come back together right now in Yeshua's name. I also want to come against the spirit of addiction. 
I break that off your life right now. Be free right now. You no longer have to be bound to that addictive spirit. Be free right now in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Well, I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the word today. I pray that this will, you know, be edifying and uplifting before you. You know, we're not going to be getting physical, but we are going to be getting spiritual. Let's get spiritual. Let's get pressing in to the presence of Yahovah. If you look at the top of the comments, you'll see a link to our newsletter where we talk about the importance of the supernatural and what the word has to say about it. So just take a moment. Share that word with others. Uh, read it. Meditate on it. Be encouraged. Because let me tell you something. When you read what the word says about the supernatural, how Yeshua walked in the supernatural, how the Holy Spirit operates in the supernatural, how the apostles operate in the supernatural, you'll know how important it is for you to walk in the fullness of the supernatural. Hallelujah. So let's press forward and uh, look forward to hearing your testimonies. If you're blessed and encouraged with the word today, and maybe the Father's touched you right now. He's given you a word. He's spoken right into your heart as we are sharing. You are hearing from heaven. Hallelujah. That's what we speak. We speak an open heaven that you will clearly hear the voice of the Spirit. We go back to that scripture that we read in the beginning, you know, from John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Don't be a believer that's separated from the voice of the Spirit. Because, because, because. Why? Why because? Because how can we be effective in leading and ministering into the lives of others if we are not following the voice of the Spirit? Hallelujah. So if you're blessed and encouraged and you have a testimony to share, Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com, we'd love to hear from you. If you are blessed and encouraged with the ministry and you want to support the work that we do, take time uh, to identify on our giving page on bulldozerfaith.com. You'll also see the link in the description. We appreciate everyone who stands with us. Why? Because when we come together to make a difference, the word goes out to a greater audience right now. We're on podcasts as well all over the world. We're on Spotify. We're on Audible. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on iTunes. And, you know, look, hundreds of platforms out there. And what a blessing it is to get the word out there to the nations of the world. So stand with us financially. And, you know, let's be effective. Let's be effective in how we minister in the land of Israel and in the nations as well. Until tomorrow, shalom, shalom.